Assalamu alaikum ya Sayyidi Walaikum salam Is it possible to see photons in the sky or around us? Sure. Sometimes we see something of that kind in the sky. Yes, in the daylight. You see the photon they look like angels flying around. So in the daylight you just focus and you'll see all these like angels floating. In every direction you see them, so alhamdulillah. That's the reality, salamun hiya, that Allah malaikati wa ruh bidni rabbihim kullin amr. That from the reality of the ruh, which is the highest representation of the Muhammadan haqqaiq, there must be always a Muhammadan khalifa governing on that position. So for this galaxy, the sun is the authority, but there must be awliya on that sun that represents the ruh. And bi-idni rabbihim wa malaikati wa ruh means that when the command and every command that Allah wounds for this galaxy, its command will be coming onto that sun. And the position and the reality of that sun, there is a Muhammadan representative that is the representative of the ruh. And with the angel that will be delivering that command and the reality of the soul of that station Every command, salamun hiya hatta mitta al-fajr, that's Allah's Divinely Wi-Fi. It's all the angels will receive the command from the command central and begin to distribute out throughout our galaxy. That's why central command from the sun comes all the way to Pluto. Wherever our galaxy is ending, that command is reaching. So with every kulli amr, Allah described every command is in that and it passes through exactly where Allah wants to pass through. So immensity of the reality and the haqqaiq of Allah's Divinely Wi-Fi and all of it is Muhammadan haqqaiq. And that Allah described in Ayatul Kursi that of its knowledge they have no understanding other than what is going to be revealed to them. Means these levels of knowledges is above the level of angels. That that Wi-Fi that coming out with every reality, every, every command it comes and flies. As it's moving it's giving commands to everything that it's touching, known and unknown to us. So imagine just one particle. It's going through all the atmosphere and all the beings that are living in these dimensions, they're receiving their commands. It come all the way to the earth, through the atmosphere of this earth, every plant, every flower, every tree, it hit through your house, through your wood, through your kitchen, through your stomach and keeps going down to the end of the earth and back out. Nothing stops the photon, nothing stops these angels. And every movement of it was written by Allah and every guidance of what it gave was written by Allah It's something that can't be imagined. So they don't come with one thing into one place. As it's flowing 
it's sending. That's why when you study the Wi-Fi then just imagine this signal that is moving on Wi-Fi, how it's going through your phone, going to the next device, going to the next device, going to the next device and the signal is just moving. From that understanding of dunya Allah's heaven the Wi-Fi has always been in existence. And the angels are carrying this command all the way and as it touches the body every cell of the body is receiving its commands from that reality. بِإِذْنِ رَبِّهِمْ كُلٍ عَمْ With the power and permission of Allah every amr is coming and this is the reality of qadr and power, Divinely power. InshaAllah. As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam In relation to negative energy that flows down to earth, what about if we live in high rises and condominiums? Negative energy that flows down to earth? The negative energy is on the earth, so it's not down on the earth, it's just the negative energy is in the air, the atmosphere of this earth. It's everywhere and as soon as you go above the second layer where Prophet described, don't build above two stories because as we go up then there are other creations that Allah created in these other levels of atmosphere. Many were chained and shaitan inspired insan to build these very tall buildings. As a result of building these buildings, these creatures that were chained from entering into our atmosphere, our dimension found an opening to enter. That's why very wicked organizations occupy these top floors. They're not normal maqams, these are maqams of big Hezbo shaitans. They own top floors, many floors of these top huge towers. The reason they were inspired to do that was build these towers and as a result the shayateen that were chained would come and use the system to come down because they could break the awzu. As a result they were invited into this dimension and all the evilness and wickedness and this is what Prophet didn't want for us, said, don't go over the two stories. But people don't listen. So there's many different layers and different realities of, of Allah's creation living amongst us. So it's, it's a matter of just perfecting the energy, perfecting the positive energy and there's no escaping negative. The only way that you can deal with negative energy is building your positive energy. The more positive, the more powerful with your muraqabah and your connection is the whole talk tonight. If you're able to bring the, the power of the shaykh within your being and the reality of the shaykh within your being, you're bringing his knowledge, you're bringing his reality, you're bringing his station, you're bringing everything that you think about that shaykh is coming into you. And as a result he's not coming alone, he's coming with the light and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad and begin to turn over and the love of Prophet begin to occupy the servant. And that's why they don't fear and that's why Allah said, Ma awliyaullah they don't have fear and they don't grieve. Yeah they cry from things 
But they're not grieving as if, why Allah, why you did like that and silly people. Allah did what Allah wanted to do and because of their connection Allah even inspires the hikmah and the wisdom of what Allah wants to do. And that's why they don't go out of control, they don't go all crazy and the whole world can be upside down but they're moving very firm because the love of Prophet's light is within them. And as a result Allah is with them. As a result then every hikmah and wisdom and, and qudra and power and everything is emanating to make their lives peaceful even although they walk through a valley of death or within a storm, inshaAllah. As Salaamu Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa rahmatullah Is there any truth behind the Lord of the Rings movie? Truth behind it? Or everything has an inspiration, we wouldn't take it as a haqqaiq and people say, oh this is like a true movie but definitely it's an immense spiritual teaching. We've talked about movies, Star Wars, Jedi's, Lord of the Rings, these are Sufi movies. These are movies in which Allah inspired these people, not the bad scenes because shaitan always has to ruin everything someone does so they're not written by saints. So if you could take the good and throw out the bad and bad scenes or inappropriate scenes. But it is an inspiration, Allah loves His creation and He's not expecting every creation to be sitting in a masjid to get guidance. Because He loves His creation then these films that come out some are inspired and they're inspired towards tariqah realities and how to achieve your reality, how to follow a tariqah. Lord of the Rings is very much of the tariqah, understanding. So it starts off with a group of people who have a shaykh and they're on a mountain and the mountain is the reality that they're just walking around until one of them said, why are we on top of the mountain? This is such a long way to take, why we don't go through the mountain? And that's Allah describes in Qur'an that, why are you not making an ascension? You're just going to walk around it trying to avoid the, the difficult and scary part or the journey is within, not on the outside. So no, it's very much tariqah realities. So when you watch it again, the first series, they had to go in and as soon as they went in was then all the events of the demons and the horrific creatures and that's all the description from Prophet described that for a person to fight their bad character as if one against 700,000. So if you don't… Th if you think you're just going to fight one shaitan, no, 700,000 ifrit are coming in your direction so that you're not to win your battle against bad character. So people email and say, oh I still have bad character, you thought it was going to go because you just wanted it to go? It's not going, you have to fight it to go, you have to build your energy, build your connection, build your practices, lots of salawats and then begin fighting these devils, fighting these devils and then fighting your characteristic because the devils are coming in. So control your mouth, control your character, control everything. When somebody loses themselves and loses their control then they've been overtaken. And that's the danger of you seeing people nowadays because of the immensity, immensity of the badness 
you see them on the internet, all of a sudden they're making crazy comments, bad comments, very negative comments, they've lost control of themselves and now shaitan has overtaken them. And 90% of people are no longer human, I would say probably 99 but that would scare too many people. They have given themselves to shayateen and the shaitans are in their eyes and in their desire and in their appetite. What the desire of nastiness is probably Harvard level of shaitans haven't seen that level that insan now has. What they eat, what they want to eat, watch, you watch these horrible food things how they're <laughs> eating everything raw and disgusting, showing that shaitans are in them, very bad jinn are in them eating like this and eating this type of food and torturing the animals that they eat. So we don't need to hide these things, I mean you don't need to close your eyes to it, you see it. You see the, how the shaitans are eating and how they're eating through these people, especially the Juj and Majuj people. <clears throat> Go to their markets, it's a shaitan's delicacy. Everything forbidden is all they eat. Every forbidden food is all they eat. The blood of this, the snake of this, the thing of this, the that of this, it's shaitan's market. Shaitan's food, you just see their restaurants and their menus. So he's not hiding anymore, the shayateen are everywhere. Uh, As Salaamu Alaykum Sayyidi, please advise as for Harry Potter, I feel bad energy when children are watching. Yeah, Harry Potter is to encourage magic. So if your house is strong enough, you do zikr, you have all your teachings and okay somebody they're insisting to watch something then you know. But if your energy is not strong enough and its, it's purpose is to entice people into witchcraft and it has successfully done that. As a result of that series they say witchcraft and Wiccan has just exploded and gone crazy because everybody's fantasy is to have a power. Now are they going to wait for Allah to give them power or shaitan? So 99% of the people, well they'll just deal with shaitan and they're taking satanic power and the movie's supposed to familiarize people with magic and to make it as if there are good witches and, and good warlocks but there are no good witches, they're all demonic witches. There are no good warlocks, they're demonic warlocks. So the good are called saintly and, and that's from jinn and ints. So the, there's no good demons and that's the vampire movies too, that they're always very romantic coming after women. And that's why Prophet described, you know, the difficulty that would be facing women in last days. Because their nature is sensitive, the shaitans easily go after them. And that's what the movie was supposed to do and those television series were supposed to do was to familiarize you with shayateen and tell us that they're actually not bad, don't worry. And that's why there's so much against Islam because Islam comes to tell you, say, are you crazy? That's a devil. There are no devils that are good, there's no vampires that are good, there are no magicians that are good, there's no goodness in anything that comes against Allah And it opens up a door towards endless badness 
and said even uh, these stores sell these boards and they make it to be very approachable as if it's nothing but as soon as you break the awzu, awzu billahi min shaitanir rajeem and you summon something, you broke Allah's covenant of protection and when you call on something it will not leave. And that requires then a high level shaykh to intervene and to, to fight those things. So those are not, those are not simple things, easy things and, and things that, that people want to get involved in. Especially in these days of difficulties, that's why to wear the taweez, to have the taweez, to, to do the mada, to do the zikrs, to watch the videos all for energy and all for protection. We said, now these sicknesses that people think are sicknesses, these are jinn attacks upon this earth. And because of where they come from, they're not from mu'min and they're not Muslim and they come with a very dirty bad energy. And just by approaching somebody they can make them to fall sick and die. And as they approach what people are seeing is the manifestation of a sickness, they don't see the creature that's right behind them. So I don't know why people don't understand it or make it seem like it's bizarre. But an unseen being that comes close to you, you start immediately becoming sick, it's the energy of that being. And depending upon your practices or what Allah is asking for you and those practices have to be strong enough to push that away. And then the medicines and the different things that they're giving, if it has barakah in it and by permission of Allah then that helps the physicality to regain its status to spiritually fight because there's a fight at many levels happening. There's a fight at your mind in this sickness and in these days is that your opponent is going to go after your mind and we've described fighting before. The opponent is going to go after your physicality and then after your spirituality. So. Any good opponent from the shayateen definitely won't come after your spirituality. So if you're a highly trained spiritual individual they're scared of that energy. So they don't come after that, where would they come after? Your mind and your body, right? Because if your soul is strong, so these people do a lot of zikr, they're going to make a madad, we're going to have a lot of trouble. So what do they do then? Where's your, where's your weakest link they're going to look? And say, oh look at the body, let's make his body sick and cause a deficiency. Because as soon as the body becomes weakened it's very hard to keep the spiritual practices, it's very hard to keep the spiritual connection, it's very hard to do all of the, the things that are required to keep your spiritual energy going. So that's why then they come to attack the body. If I find your body is, no it's fairly doing good, you're taking everything that you're supposed to, you're taking the vitamins, you take the ginger, you take the turmeric, you take everything to keep the body to be firm and to keep its protection. Then they say, okay we'll go after the mind and then they begin to create doubt, doubt, you're gonna die, you're gonna die, you're all gonna, you're all gonna die, you're gonna die, you have to take this, you have to take that, you have to do this, you have to do that. Until the waswas is so strong in the person they start to panic. And as a result the body starts to go out of whack and then their soul is again deficient. So they're, they're coming after the mind, body and soul and they know the system and that's why if you don't have a shaykh 
in these difficult times is very difficult. And I think we started tonight with the people of science, they think their religion is, is science, they think their God is their medicine and they think everything is going to cure them. Then they all took this thing and they all got sick. So what happened to your God? No. Did He show up? No, our God needs a, a booster every three months. Oh, that's kind of weak God you got there. Every three months He's got to come and give an injection. It didn't help and it's not going to help. So this is a, a spiritual battle, this is a physical battle and a mental battle. And only the turuqs and the tariqahs that are trained in that reality then that's the madad. When you keep your madad and keep the practices, keep everything that they're giving, that energy comes to you and begins to strengthen your head. Because as soon as you make your madad, your madad will tell you, don't listen to that whispering, why are you listening to that? And then you keep going deeper into your madad for their nazar to come so that it pushes away the waswas. Then they tell you, eat this, drink this, breathe this, recite this and that makes your physicality to be strong and then attend the zikr, the majlis and all the associations and the soul becomes strong. That is the remedy for these days of difficulty but know that all three are under attack. Create a panic and they got your mind. Now how to regain your mind then that's the practices. Help me at Nur Muhammad so that the shaykh can tell you, calm down. Don't panic, if Allah wants you dead you're going to die. So why are you panicking? Regain your faith, regain your connection, go back to your practices, make your practices, do your salawats, do your zikrs, do all the recitations that you have to recite, eat the healthy foods, have the vitamins and all the things that are available to you. InshaAllah that Allah save us and good deeds and good actions and good charity programs. InshaAllah help us, guide us, protect us and when it's time to go, alhamdulillah we're, we're finished. Wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa bi Surat al-Fatiha. Click the link now to subscribe.